You're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovic. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide overwhelmed wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. Hi there, and welcome back to My Wedding Season, the podcast. This week's episode is a continuation of the one from two weeks ago. In episode 25, I talked about why some wedding photographers feel overwhelmed and which negative effects might arise as a result. I also touched upon the benefits of minimizing the sense of overwhelm in your personal life and in your business. In part 2 of this series, I'll provide you with several points to consider and action steps that you can take to reduce the feeling of overwhelm. Before I get started, I just want to take a moment to remind you that you can still download the digital planner for wedding photographers for free. My Wedding Season Planner is custom designed to help overwhelmed wedding photographers who are feeling stressed out because they're struggling to stay organized, keep track of their client work, and reach their goals. You can sign up by visiting my website www.wedding-photography-podcast.com forward slash planner or just click on the link in the show notes. So let's get back to the topic at hand. If you're feeling overwhelmed, what can you do about it? What I've done to make the information more digestible is categorized it into three parts, which I refer to as the three P's, plan, process, and personal care. I will go through each of them one at a time. I do not want to rush through them, so in this episode, I actually think that I'm going to go over that 10-minute mark, so please stay with me. Okay, so the first category is plan. So number one, you want to set goals. Yes, this might sound basic, but yet many people don't do this. What is great about intentionally setting goals and putting an action plan in place is that it enables you to follow through and actually make it achievable. There are a number of ways to go about this, one of the most popular being setting SMART goals. This stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. This way you're able to track your progress and put yourself into a position to be successful in reaching your goals. You can do this for different areas of your wedding photography business like finances, booking clients, rebranding, etc. Number two is time management. When you're able to manage your time appropriately, you get way ahead of the game. It is extremely helpful to plan ahead and schedule in your tasks, set deadlines, and have an overall overview of all your to-dos. Figure out which tools you can utilize to help you out. Is it just a Google Calendar like my husband, Tim, or are you the type who benefits from using a planner like myself? Number three, have an organized workspace. I like to describe myself as a recovering chaotic person. By nature, I'm all over the place. It takes effort for me to be organized, but I know that I have to get it together in order to get things done and avoid constantly feeling stressed out. My advice to you is to take a look at your physical space and arrange it in a way that makes sense so that you don't have to waste time and energy constantly looking for stuff that you misplaced. And I've learned that reducing stuff to the minimum is extremely helpful. Learn the art of decluttering. Like seriously, Mary Kondo your space. This also goes for your digital space. Do you randomly save stuff onto your desktop? I used to be guilty of this for sure. Do your electronic folders make logical sense? Do you have a system behind the madness? How about the backups of all your client work? There is nothing like investing in external hard drives. 
It is April, meaning for those of us in Europe and North America, it is the perfect time for a little bit of spring cleaning. Number four, prioritize and focus. Knowing what to do and when to do it is the key to moving things along in your business. Sometimes we get stuck in busy work, which has little impact on our end goal. Figure out what to prioritize and where you should focus your time and energy. Periodically evaluate what brings about meaningful results for you and your business. Number five, batch working and productivity. If you've been following my work for a little while, you might have noticed that I often talk about batch working. That is because it's been a game changer for me. When you block out time to do similar tasks in one go, you're working smarter and becoming more productive. To learn more about this concept and other productivity hacks, tune in to episode 22 of this podcast, Three Game Changer Productivity Hacks. The second category is process. So number one, workflows and templates. Taking the time to create proper workflows and templates saves you so much time and reduces the sense of overwhelm. Given the work required to set it up in the beginning is a lot, but it is so worth it. There's just no need to reinvent the wheel every single time for tasks that are repeatable. It also has the added bonus of staying on brand and reducing human error. For example, areas in your business where you can introduce workflows include the client journey from A to Z and post-session workflows. And the types of templates that you can create include email templates, wedding guide templates, and pricing guide templates. Number two is delegation and outsourcing. I have found that one of the best ways to figure out what you can delegate or outsource in your business is to ask yourself the following questions. What do you hate doing? What is taking up your time? Can someone else do it better? If you're looking to grow your wedding photography brand and business, it is important to focus on working more on your business instead of constantly working in your business. Free up the time and energy needed to go after big picture goals. Number three, simplify. Remember that there's no need to unnecessarily overcomplicate things. Figure out steps and tasks that you can simplify or possibly eliminate. Consider using the 80-20 rule also known as the Pareto Principle. This rule helps you focus on the essentials in business. When you apply this principle, you should end up focusing on 20% of the impactful things in your business that will yield 80% of the results that you wanna have. Number four, streamlining and automation. There are so many aspects of your business that you don't need to be doing manually. This again saves you precious time and energy and consequently reduces overwhelm. A few type of softwares that can help are CRM softwares for client management, project management softwares, bookkeeping softwares, appointment scheduling softwares, etc. You don't need to use them all, only the ones that you feel like fit your needs. The third category is personal care. Personal care is basically self-care. You know, I just needed another P for the three P's. (laughs) You should not underestimate the impact and value of taking care of your well-being, namely your emotional, physical, and mental health. Number one, setting boundaries. There are various boundaries that you can set around your business. These could include office hours, saying no to what doesn't serve you and your business, and not taking on more work than you can handle. 
Making sure that you don't overfill your plate with to-dos every single moment of every single day is so important. Setting boundaries also applies to your personal life. If this is an area that you struggle with, I can highly recommend a book by Nedra Glover Tawab called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. Number two is rest, health, and exercise. There's nothing like taking breaks during the day and getting enough sleep. On average, it is said that people need eight hours of sleep. Sure, this can differ from person to person. The point is our body and mind require rest and rejuvenation. Lack of sleep even affects our mood and productivity levels. Getting enough rest keeps us motivated and lessens the chances of us getting burnt out. Also, pay attention to what you eat and don't miss out on any doctor's visits because you're too busy. Get in the habit of exercising, whatever that might mean for you, even if it's just taking a walk outside and getting fresh air. Number three is reflection. I recommend that you take the time to be with your thoughts and feelings. If you're constantly on a hamster wheel, you might just be going along with the flow of life and suddenly realize that you took a direction and ended up in a place that you did not intend to initially. I truly believe that it is important to be intentional in how you do life and business. Make sure that you're regularly checking in with yourself to ensure that you're staying aligned with your values. There are a number of options as to how you can take the time to reflect. Journaling, doing a writing exercise, taking a walk alone, etc. Figure out what best works for you and go on from there. Number four, routines and habits. The value of building helpful routines and creating good habits should not be overlooked. On top of that, be sure that you treat yourself on a regular basis. Go out, hang out with loved ones, enjoy your hobbies, take a trip, binge a Netflix show. Whatever brings you joy. I actually wrote an Instagram post recently about how I can binge Bridgerton season 2 and still be successful in business. This post was sparked by messaging that I've been seeing online of people in the industry claiming that if you're not working day and night, you're not fully going after your dreams and are to blame for not achieving a high level of success. I call BS. I do not subscribe to that sort of thinking. I do believe in working hard to make the dream work, but I also believe in resting and enjoying all the good things that life has to offer now and not just in some distant future. Okay, and I have a bonus point for you, which is personal projects. Yes, I'm coming in hot with all those P's for you. When you're running a business, it could be that you spend all your creative energy on serving your clients. Don't neglect the value of working on personal projects. Create something new. It doesn't matter if it's quote-unquote good or if anyone else will see it. It is just important for you to keep your creative juices flowing. If you have a sense of curiosity, follow it and find out where it's going to lead you. Okay, deep breath in. That was a whole lot of information. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I really hope that you found it useful. I'm actually so curious to find out which points resonated the most with you. So I would love for you to send me a quick DM on Instagram to let me know. I'll be sure to get back to you. My handle's at Ida Glovic. 
A I D A G L O W I K. Write me. Don't hold back, and let's just be Insta friends. I want to also encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss any upcoming episodes. In a couple of weeks, I'll be coming to you with such a fun and insightful conversation that I had with Nadia Melly. We talk about how you can show up authentically online and work with your right fit clients. You do not want to miss it. And like always, I am cheering you on and wishing you a lovely rest of the week. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com. Cheering you on and until next time.